A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus showed himself again to the disciples. It was by the Sea of Tiberias, and it happened like this. Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two more of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said, I'm going fishing. They replied, we'll come with you. They went out and got into the boat, but caught nothing that night. It was light by now, and there stood Jesus on the shore, though the disciples did not realise that it was Jesus. Jesus called out, Have you caught anything, friends? And when they answered no, he said, Throw the net out to starboard, and you'll find something. So they dropped the net. And there were so many fish that they could not haul it in. The disciple Jesus loved says to Peter, It is the Lord. At these words, it is the Lord. Simon Peter, who had practically nothing on, wrapped his cloak round him and jumped into the water. The other disciples came on in the boat, towing the net and the fish. They were only about a hundred yards from land. As soon as they came ashore, they saw that there was some bread there and a charcoal fire with fish cooking on it. Jesus said, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. Simon Peter went aboard and dragged the net to the shore, full of big fish, 153 of them. And in spite of there being so many, the net was not broken. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples was bold enough to ask, Who are you? They knew quite well it was the Lord. Jesus then stepped forward, took the bread, and gave it to them. And the same with the fish. This was the third time that Jesus showed himself to the disciples after rising from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. So what's your happy space? I think a, a happy space is, is the thing that we go or the place we go to um, when we're feeling really joyful, when we feel we can really relax, or maybe when we feel really stressed. I know for my father, one of his happy places was going fishing. And somewhere in my big box of family photos, there's a, a picture of about 10 snapper that he caught on a southwestland beach, 10 big snapper. It's the typical fisherman's story, you know, but instead of the story, there's the photographic evidence. Well, we've got the typical fisherman's story in the gospel today. 153 big fish, you know, it's written down because this was such a big catch. They must have sat down and counted so many. 
This was their happy space. For a fisherman, a big catch was something to write down, something to remember. But there's a more important story than the fisherman's story here. Have you ever had one of those moments when you just want the ground to open up and swallow you? For Peter, that's what was happening in the gospel. He'd gone to his happy place. The other disciple says, we'll come with you. And when they caught the, the big catch of fish, John recognised that it was the Lord who had done this. And so Peter swam ashore, and then to his dismay, what was there but a charcoal fire? Remember the last time we heard the charcoal fire? It was on Good Friday, and the Passion of the Lord, where Peter was warming his hands, and the servants were asking him, aren't you another of this Jesus' disciples? And he denied him three times. And here was a charcoal fire. The same look, the same smell, the same sound, and it would have taken him back to that horrible place, that place of denial. Jesus gives him a way out, says, you know, bring some of the fish. And it's Simon Peter who went to catch, to, to bring the, the, the fish they'd caught. You know, he was able to, to run away from that stressful situation again. But as we will find out tomorrow, Jesus has a really unique way of dealing with Peter's issue. But what about us? How do we deal with those people that we've denied? Those events in our lives where we just wish we could blot them out of our memory. Have we been reconciled about them? Have we reached out and need, uh, reached out to those people who we might have hurt or who might have hurt us? At the end of the gospel, Jesus feeds the people again. You know, it's a thing of God that we see. You know, God feeding the people with the manna while they wandered through the desert. Um, and the uh, Elijah, the prophet, you know, who was running away because everyone was out to kill him. And, and bread was made available for him. And with that, he journeyed to the mountain of God. Jesus fed the 5,000. At the Last Supper, he gave his disciples bread and wine and says, this is my body, this is my blood. And here again, Jesus is feeding the people. And that's what he wants to continue to do to us through the Eucharist. The Eucharist, so that we become one with him and one with each other. And that means us having to work on our relationship with Jesus and with each other. The Eucharist is the bread of heaven. 
And Jesus says, this is my real flesh and my real blood. If you eat this bread and drink this cup, that you will live forever. That's the promise to us. But the task is that we actually work on it now. Because we can't expect to go to heaven without being completely one with Jesus and with each other. There's no room for hate or bitterness or anger in heaven. This is the time when we work things out. This is why we have the doctrine of purgatory. It's giving us that time to let go of those things that we're not able to let go of in this life. But we are made for oneness. Oneness with God and oneness with each other. Jesus gave Peter a little bit of time in the gospel today. And this is the time that's been given to us so that we might be reconciled to one another as we grow in our love for, for Jesus and each other.